I'm going to take off with today's devotional with a reading from the book of First Samuel chapter 14 verse 6 the New Living Translation let's go across to the outpost of those pagans Jonathan said to his armor bearer perhaps the Lord will help us for nothing can hinder the Lord he can win a battle whether he has many warriors or only a few. Father, almighty creator of the ends of the earth, I humbly come to you presenting this edition of Bible platform to you, asking for the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, that the words that I speak will be a blessing to my ears. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Beloved friend, I want to welcome you to Bible platform. And I want to speak something into your spirit. Maybe you are in a place, a situation where you have been disappointed because a number of people that you trusted in and believed that as long as they are with you, your victory, your success is guaranteed. They have all deserted you. You believe wrongly that without them you can't make it I'm bringing you a message that I've titled our salvation is in a name not in numbers our salvation is in the name not in numbers and the scripture I read which I want to read again in first Psalm of chapter 14 the verse 6 which reads Let's go across to the outpost of those pagans. Jonathan said to his armor bearer, Perhaps the Lord will help us, for nothing can hinder the Lord. He can win a battle, whether he has many warriors or only a few. Child of God, we serve a God who can bring to pass anything and everything that he has decreed and determined for our lives, whether we have many for us or a few for us listen this was played out in a story concerning king saul and his son jonathan and the armor israel has stepped out to battle now facing the enemy king saul was not bold enough to take on the fight to his enemies and they've just been camped out there. The enemy was camped out there and there was nothing happening. He has so many soldiers. And yet, his faith and trust in the God he saved was found wanting. Now his son Jonathan, after, after towing the line of his father for some time, decided that no, this battle can't be won no matter what the numbers we command. So he told the Samovera that look, if you can go with me and we can cross over to the outpost of these enemies, I believe that the Lord will help us. I believe it because I know a God with whom nothing is impossible. 
you know what happened at the end of that daring move that they made they were able the two of them were able to overrun the enemy's camp listen to this numbers do not limit God look at Gideon for instance when God called Gideon and God told Gideon in Judges chapter 7 1 and 2 that he wanted Gideon to step out and fight the enemy Gideon made excuses and all that he said were true they were yea and they were amen his tribe was the least and he himself his family among the tribe the tribe that was least his family was the least and when you come down the family line he was the least and yet God told him look you have to prune down the numbers and God had to carry down and keep carrying it down until only 300 men out of the thousands that he had mobilized earlier on what happened they stepped into that battle they fought the battle and God gave them the victory because victory belongs to God alone beloved brother and sister I have good news for you you may be feeling isolated rejected but the good news is that it is not about the numbers for if God be for you who can be against you maybe you are looking at all the wrong places you are looking at all the wrong people and God who knows the end from the beginning by his own divine determination is pruning down the numbers for you don't blame people when they walk out of your life some of them did not do it on their own volition God had to take them out because their presence is hindering God's performance in your life instead of depending on God you may be doing it unconsciously your, your hope your, your, your vision your dreams everything is centered in and around those friends and those people and the devil is making you to believe that it is those people that will make you come to that place that God has determined for you of course God used people to bless us God used people to lift us to promote us everybody needs somebody but the point I'm trying to make is that the direction of your faith and trust is very important and I want to encourage you to direct your faith and trust not into men because we are all in the transition if I am not there if the people you are trusting or relying on are not there you should be able to move on and continue to live your life to its conclusion get the drift so get it into your spirit the people may have left you people you really really trusted they gave you promises and you know that they meant it so you put all your hope into it suddenly suddenly they walked out on you suddenly something happened 
there are no more there. You don't stop living your life. And you don't throw a pity party. Raise yourself and stand up like this son of King Saul, Jonathan, and say to whoever cares to listen, whoever cares to continue working with you, say to them that listen, the Lord will help us, for nothing can hinder the Lord. He can win a battle, whether he has many warriors or only a few. Didn't Jesus say, where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there. Now this is a very, a very solid foundation on which you can stand and move and fight your battles and win your battles without depending on the numbers. Two or three, two or three. Jesus said, with two or three, God, I am my name. I am there. Sometimes we are made to feel like the bigger num the numbers the more powerful or the more beautiful. Listen, sometimes the bigger it gets, the worse the experience. Sometimes. In the same way as you can have the smaller numbers and it can be a disadvantage, bigger numbers can also be a disadvantage. The, the, you see, the, the core or the calling point where it matters most is who is the center. What is, it, what is it that moves your hand? And who is it that stands with you when the time comes for you to face the battle? It is not about numbers. It is about a name. It is about a name. The name of Jesus. Yeshua is the one who makes all the difference. And he says, where two or three are gathered, he will be there in their midst. So, you don't need 10,000 people. Man of God, if God has called you, and God has ordained you, and God has commissioned you to go out there and preach the gospel, the door may be open for you to have thousands of people. You ministering to them light fill and the door can suddenly shut and God takes you to the to the wilderness to minister to only one person Ethiopian in listen whether with the many or with the few the most important element of change blessing prosperity promotion advancement enlargement is not the numbers the most important element in the equation should be God and God alone. Amen. Let me take a scripture from Isaiah 63. Isaiah 63 the verse number 5. New King James Version. And it reads I looked I looked but there was no one to help and I wondered that there was no one to uphold. Therefore, my own hand brought me salvation. Therefore, my own hand brought salvation for me. 
and my own fury is sustained me. God said, I looked. There was no one. How long have you been looking? And there is no one. And you keep convincing yourself that you can never make it until you find someone. And God is saying, my dear, step out. Step out. Go out there and do what you need to do. Whether alone or somebody offers you help, take a step of faith. Don't sit and wait for them. You may be sitting on your blessing. God wants you to take a step of faith and to say to yourself, God is with me. I will overrun the enemy's tongue. Because, listen, the just shall live by faith. The just shall not live by fear. Fear will only destroy you. So live by faith. And God will help you. Remember, salvation is not in numbers. Breakthrough is not in numbers. Blessing is not in numbers. It is in the name. That is above all names. Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17. Jeremiah 17, let me read from the verse 5. That says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength. Wow. How easily we can bring ourselves to a place of self-imposed cases. Now this is a self-imposed cases, a case. This is not something that anybody can impose upon us. Let me read again. Jeremiah 17, reading from verse 5. That says the Lord. Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes. My goodness. But shall inhabit the part places in the wilderness, in a short land which is not inhabited. You see, when you put your trust in man, these are some of the consequences. It says that you shall be like a shrub in the wilderness, in the desert. And what does that do? The shrub in the desert doesn't have, lacks water. It lacks access to water. And water is life. And if God is saying that if you put your trust in man, if I put my trust in man, then we become like a shrub in the desert. It means that that self-imposed case because he began by saying that curse is the man who puts his faith in another man that self-imposed case that comes upon us because of misplaced faith faith that is not in god but it's man is misplaced faith he said it comes with a curse and that curse is not something that is coming from god in other words Putting ourselves in that situation creates problems for us. It creates problems. And it makes us like a shrub in the desert. We lose contact with the source of life. The shrub in the desert finds it very hard and very difficult to have access to water. That's not what we want to be. And that's why our trust, our faith, our confidence should be 
in the name of the Lord and not in the numbers of men that are with us. So the moment the numbers dwindle, we don't have a lot of people. Like I tell young ministers of the gospel, if God gives you one person, two people, 20 people to minister to, don't try and play some spiritual gymnastics and try to be what God has not called you to be. Try to prophesy, try to do some things that will embarrass you later on because you just want to impress people. The attitude of trying to impress people in itself, in itself, will negatively impact your calling. Be content with yourself. Fix your eyes on Jesus, the altar and finisher of our faith. Keep the faith. Keep the fear. It is not in the numbers. Your victory, your blessing, your prosperity is in the name. That's why the Bible says that we should ask in the name of Jesus. Whatever, whenever we are asking God, we come to Him by faith. We ask in the name of Jesus. Our success is not guaranteed by the numbers. Our victory is in the name of the Lord. The scripture continues and it says, And whose hope? He said, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. So just trusting in God already propels us to a place of blessing. Many times we pray and say, God bless me, God bless me, God bless me. The Bible shows us certain things that when we do, we literally position ourselves under open heavens. And this is one of them. Putting our trust in the name and not in the numbers. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. It says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. As you listen to me today, the Spirit of the Lord is questioning you. Who do you hope in? You are blessed if your hope is in the Lord. And the scripture continues to tell us how the life of that person is going to be like. It says, for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters. He will not be like a shrub in a desert. See the difference? See the difference? The man who puts his faith in man, the Bible says in Jeremiah 17, he shall be like a shrub in the desert. But the one who puts his trust in the Lord, he shall become like a tree planted by the waters how can such a tree die when it's planted by the very source of life how can such a person die how can such a person be defeated how can such a person be a failure because you are connected to the water of life jesus said i am the water of life dear drink hold on to that faith 
hold on to the Christ. Believe in the name because I can't overstress stress this fact, this truth that God is the very backbone and strength of our lives. It's not in people. People can be used by God, but even those people that are used by God are determined by God. So, putting our faith in man will not be rewarded as much as putting our faith in Almighty God, our Lord Jesus Christ. Said the man who trusts the Lord, he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river. It keeps going deep and tapping into the life that only God can give. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. And he will not fear when heat comes. But his leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought. Nor will cease from yielding. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Where are you today? What are you going through? Listen. You can make it. No matter how many people have rejected you and how many times you have been rejected. It's not about the numbers. Quit thinking about who left you. Start meditating on those who stood with you. And above all, trust in the name of the Lord. Men may fail you. They promise and they cannot carry it out. But the word of God is forever settled in heaven. When God gives you an assignment, he gives you the material, the strength, all that you need to fulfill that assignment. So I'm here to tell you that your assignment as a father or husband, as a wife or mother, your assignment as a child, wherever you are right now, teacher, politician, pastor, whatever. God will give you the strength to fulfill that assignment. But listen, you cannot receive it when you are not expecting it. Your mind should be focused. The determination within your spirit should be so powerful that even the devil himself will agree that he cannot talk you out of where God has planted you. Beloved, I came with a very simple message. Trust the name. The name of the Lord is a strong power. The righteous run into it and they are saved. There are issues of life that we all have to deal with. And the difference between success and failure, between victory and defeat, depends mainly on one thing, choices. The choices we make. So you have to make a choice, whether to trust God, depend on God, or trust men. I recommend to you what I believe and where I commit my faith and my trust. It is in Jesus Christ.
the son of the living God. He never fails. When we walk through the fire, he promises to be there. When we walk through the waters, he promises to be there. And he said, yes, he said, I'll be with you always, even unto the end of the earth. Strengthen yourself, because your choices are very important. Every choice comes with consequences. So the Bible tells us in Galatians 6, 5, what is so you read? Every choice comes with consequences. Choose to trust in the name of Jesus not in the numbers of people who claim to be with you. One of the reasons I can tell you, my dear listener, brother, sister in the faith, that I have gone through a lot, a lot of disappointment in my life as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ was the tendency to trust people. I used to have an open door, open door in God's policy. People were free to come into my home. They were free to do anything they wanted to do, to stay as long as they wanted. I told people things I shouldn't have told them because I trusted them beyond reasonable levels. When they went back, they twisted my words. And it became, it became weapons that were used against me. Now I know better. Now I know better. Strength does not come from numbers alone. Strength, you heard me, does not come from numbers alone. You may have thousands of people fighting on your on your behalf or claiming to be fighting on your behalf but none of them like in Saul's army may be prepared to step out and make the kind of sacrifice that the young Jonathan made so it's not about the words and the numbers it's about the work and the name the commitment to put words in action. Those are the kind of people you need in your life. You don't know them as you think you do. Let God do the selection as he did for Gideon. And you will enjoy the journey. Beloved, John 2, 23. John 2, 23. This scripture is very informative and I will close on that note. John 3, no, John chapter 2. John chapter 2. Let me read from 23 to 25, the New Living Translation. You see, Jesus went about doing good. But what I wanted to know is that in that atmosphere of doing good, Jesus did not just um, draw everybody onto himself and into the deep things that he was doing. Some of the major miracles we see in the scriptures, he had to put even his disciples away. And with only the three, Peter, John, and James, 
he did his work. The majority he put outside. Think about that. So let me go to my final scripture, John 2, 23 to 25. Because of the miraculous signs Jesus did in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration, many began to trust in him. But Jesus didn't trust them. <laughs> I love this scripture. And I want to start again. John 2, 23, 25. Because of the miraculous signs Jesus did in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration, many began to trust in him. But Jesus didn't trust them. Because he knew all about people. No one needed to tell him about human nature. For he knew what was in each person's heart. If you care to know, Jesus made a choice. He chose not to trust in people. His choice was based on knowledge. Knowledge of the heart what was in the heart of men. He chose not to trust in people. He loved people. But he knew there was a weakness. He knows that we have a weakness. And that's why it's very easy for him to forgive us when we sleep and fall. The things that we do that will shock each other doesn't surprise him at all because he knows what is in our heart listen the time has come that the trust we put in people must be very very measured we must be very measured in the trust we put in people and the trust we put in people must be defined and possibly confined to the perimeters that we set around ourselves. I cannot trust just anyone because Jesus has set me an example to be careful whom I trust. I love everyone. The level of trust I have for God far outweighs the level of trust I have for any other human being. Get this clear. Don't go about doubting people. Don't go about um, saying mean things about people, love people. And to a certain extent, you need to trust some people but don't think you can just open the door for everyone and anyone believing that the bigger he gets the better the experience that is not true that is not necessarily so victory blessing prosperity enlargement expansion Fruitfulness is in a name, the name of Jesus.
I leave you with this today. Contemplate, think, meditate, and the Spirit of the Lord will give you full understanding and help you to know where to draw the line. God really bless you. I'm your friend, Pastor Ansimati, saying goodbye and the good Lord keep you till I come your way again next week. Shalom.